KYW Original Podcasts. Hey there, this is KYW's Dave Uram. Thank you for tuning in to the KYW Sports Pod. Very pleased to share this interview with you. It's a former Phillies general manager, Ruben Amaro Jr. We talked about a variety of things, his career, his time as GM, and what's going on with baseball right now. The part about his career and time as general manager will be in an upcoming episode of Philly Sports Playback. But for now, here's Ruben's take on the disagreement between MLB and its players on how to conduct the coronavirus delayed 20. 20 season. We're all hoping that baseball comes back, and we've been following this back and forth for weeks. So I felt like it was really important to get the perspective of somebody who was on both sides of the argument. He was a GM and he was a player. Without further ado, here's my chat with former Phillies general manager, Ruben Amaro Jr. It's an honor to be joined by the former general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, used to play for the Phillies, basically grew up with the Phillies, Ruben Amaro Jr. Ruben, thank you for doing this. I hope you're doing well. First thing I'm wondering is, you know, for consumers of baseball like us, it's it's definitely different, but from somebody who basically grew up and lived around the game what what's this adjustment been like it's june and we haven't had baseball yet yeah it's it's uh, it's not fun it uh, you know when when the calendar spins uh, on january 1st and uh you know you get ready revved up for spring training in fact i was down there uh, in florida spending some time in clearwater and in dunedin uh preparing for the season in a couple of different ways but um yeah, when it when when things came to a screeching halt right around uh, St. Patty's Day, I was like, "Wow, man, this is strange." Um, and now it's almost been so long. Now it's been all, almost another full off season again. So it's uh, it, it's very strange and uh, it's real different. No question about that. What's going on currently with the negotiations? You have a perspective of a front office executive. And as a player, and you were a player, you know, during the 94 strike, how surprised are you several weeks after these negotiations started that, it, that it's come to this? Yeah, I was disappointed in what happened in March uh, in so much that they didn't button up some of the things that are dealing with right, with right now as far as, uh, you know, how they would deal with fans being in the stands. You know, it's uh, just so people understand. I mean, this is a very different circumstance than the uh, NBA or, or the NHL or the NFL because we, we have not started any games and they haven't been players haven't been paid. So there's a, I have the perspective on both sides here. So um, to me, the fact that they didn't button that up as, as far as having fans in the stands, um, you know, that's almost 40% of revenue that owners are going to be losing and they are going to be losing money. I mean, there's no question about that. I know the fans don't care about that necessarily, but both the owners and the players are going to be losing money. And in, in this time, in, in this day and age, and in this time, in this very, very uh, crazy time, and, and the, during this pandemic, obviously the world has changed and things are different and people get different perspective. But um, but we also have to look at the kind of the business side of this as well um, and understand that, listen, you know, th- there's 40% of this revenue that's not going to exist, <laughs> whether they play game, you know, if they play games or not. And, and if they do play games and the fans aren't there, I mean, it makes it more difficult on the owners. I understand uh, why each side is taking a stance. I know the owners feel that they have some strength and some power right now based on where they are with the basic agreement currently. I think the players feel that they were uh, – in some ways kind of shafted in the last uh, uh, um, basic agreement. And I think they want to kind of, they want to kind of dig in and get back, get, get back a better hold. Um, I understand all these things and they have long-term implications for after 2021, but the fans just want to see baseball and, um, and I don't blame them. 
And I do think that the people that are that are negotiating are intelligent enough to be able to get a deal done. I was concerned when things got very public. When it gets public, it makes it very, very difficult difficult to get a deal done. And um, and if they can get face to face, which now they have, um, and then they can have you know substantive conversations one on one or two on two or four on four, whatever the case may be, in a, in the right setting, I think something can get done. If you were in the room and, and taking a neutral approach to it, what would you tell both sides? Um, for me, um, it, it, uh, it really is ultimately about the fans. And that has not been, the, doesn't seem to be the theme right now. And they're more worried about, you know, where their stance are, where the line is in the sand on each, on each side. And I think ultimately, and this is something that uh, – the late great David Montgomery used to say to me and one of my mentors and actually one of those guys who, who had a lot of influence uh, in, in this, these negotiations over the many, many years of harmony um, is that we have to do things for the fans, whether it's going to, you know, it might hurt a little bit. It might hurt us business wise a little bit, but ultimately if we don't have our fans uh, backing us, we're going to be in trouble. And so uh, let's get something done so that fans can enjoy our game. Uh, that, that led me to my next question. On Monday, um, Commissioner Manfred and ESPN said the optics of this are, are a disaster. Um, how, much, how, how, how much is this going to hurt the sport, whether baseball comes back for 50-odd games or worst-case scenario, there is no season? I think it will hurt the sport if there's not a negotiated deal done. Um, I think that it will help the sport. Um, and it, hopefully it, it creates a better dynamic and a better relationship for the 2021 and beyond seasons and the negotiation after that season if they do get a negotiated deal done. Um, and I think the fans will enjoy that. I think this is an opportunity, I've said this before, for us to look at our game and analyze it and look for ways to improve the game. This is, a, this is an opportunity for us. i got to view this uh, this difficult time as as an opportunity to okay let's get the heads together and let's think about what changes can we make to have our fans enjoy the game more because we're starting to lose some fans some demographics that um, that, that's understandable I mean things are changing in this world people are looking for a faster paced game think people uh, the the attention span is shorter and shorter um, and and I think that we're losing some uh, some some of the footing as far as our fan base is concerned. And I think it's important for us to look at different ways to try to improve that. Whatever that whatever the case may be, should it be eight innings uh, a season, uh, a, a game eight innings long? Should we have uh, you know should we have ties after nine innings? Should you know all types of things that um, and I think that we should think about. And I'm a big baseball purist. But, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, the fact that I flipped now on the DH, and that's an, I think that's an important element of bringing this in. Um, I and I don't I didn't believe in expanded playoffs, but the way people are working now, um, and the way people are operating, I think it, there's got to be more incentive to win and to get into the playoffs because you're seeing GMs uh, tanking seasons and doing certain things, and I don't think they're fair for the fan base. I mean, we should when when a season opens, every single team should have an opportunity, a possibility to win and be a champion. And, um, and expanding the playoffs, I think, is going to be one of those, those things that will help create more competition, I hope. Um, but these are all things that are, that are needed, not for baseball necessarily, but for the fans. And, and we don't exist unless the fans um, are entertained and we need to create an entertainment uh, 
in baseball that is it's absolutely necessary to compete with all the other dollars that they're going to, you know, and, and attention span that, and attention that people are going to, um, you know, take upon in, in other sports and other activities. The sport took a hit in terms of the fans after the 94 strike, and it took uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in that great home run chase to kind of bring it back a little bit. Are, are you concerned, and do you believe that fans will be fed up with baseball regardless of what the end result you know, this summer is with this negotiation? Uh, I, I would be more concerned if we do not get a deal done. Um, I am a little bit concerned because there, there's going to be some apathy here. I mean, I, 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 I sense that. And having looked at uh, some of the social networks and things like that and, and being a little bit more involved in those, I see some of that happening a little bit more and more. But, um, but the reality of it is, again, if we can get something negotiated, if we can get back to a partnership between MLB and MLB, MLBPA um, and, and leave you know, some of these negotiations out of the public eye and back in the boardrooms, um, I think that we can make some real progress. How many games would you like to see this summer? And how many games do you think they're going to eventually come to terms or have to force on the season? You know, I would love to have seen uh, 80 games or 82 games, uh, half a season. I think that that could have been done uh, in some way, shape or form. Obviously, uh, I, I think it's difficult now that if we want to have expanded playoffs, it, uh, and I understand where Mom, Rob Manfred and, and MLB uh, is on uh, as far as ending the season uh, in late September rather than into October. It's just very difficult to play our sport when it's later and later, and, and it, it puts a lot of pressure on 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 uh, you know the driving force of weather, right, that we can't control. So um, I think, uh, you know, kind of lost my uh, train, train of thought here, but um, if you can re- repeat the question again, um, do, what what do you think is going to exactly happen? What 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 do you think they'll decide on or be forced oh, to put on the, the number season? of games? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I think that um, I think that's going to probably end up being somewhere between sixty and sixty five games. Um, I'm hoping that they can get you know closer to seventy because I think it gives it more legitimacy as far as the season is concerned. I believe that the, that um, like 154 game schedule would be enough for people to be entertained enough and to and to be able to vet out the real you know quality teams, and so that kind of constitutes 70 games, kind of constitutes half of a season in in a way. Um, but I know they're forced uh, by the by the calendar now to get closer to 60. Um, I'm hopeful they get as ma- as many as they possibly can. If it's if it's, uh, I'd like to see closer to seventy. But if they can get sixty five or sixty six or sixty eight games and work it out in their calendar to do that, that'd be great. Well, hopefully they figure something out. We're all craving baseball, like you said. Ruben Amara Jr., former general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, former player on the Phillies. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Stay safe. Absolutely, Dave. Anytime, and uh, thanks for having me.